Hey, happy Thursday, everybody. How's everybody doing? What a homestand it was. Will you take 5-0 when you have a five-game homestand? I'm sure you would. That would be the dream homestand. And yes, it was a dream homestand for the Mets. First, we took three against the Arizona Diamondbacks and two against Baltimore Orioles. The Orioles series sure was fun. Tuesday night, we went against one of the best in the business. And I means one of the best in the business and John Means. And we prevailed in that game. And then yesterday was a happy Harvey day. Yes, one of the all-time Met legends, Matt Harvey, raced the mound for the first time since leaving the Mets. The crowd loved it. Matt got a good ovation. I'm glad to see it. I was there. Yes, I was repping our peeps who like Matt Harvey with my Met, Matt Harvey white jersey. I always respected Matt. I thought he was a gamer. He revitalized his franchise when we needed it the most. And it was good to see him on the mound. Unfortunately, Matt's lost a little bit. Still a major league pitcher. Not a top-notch one, though, that's for sure. And we prevailed. Roughed him up a bit. Got the win we needed. And now we got to take a day off. We head out on the road. And we're in first place, so things are looking good. Despite all the chaos that's been going on with the Mets this season, we are still the best team in our division. Remember that. And I think things are only going to get better. Getting clutch pitching. And when you look at all the lead leaders in hitting, the Mets really don't have many guys in the top 10. And I'm not going to compare them to the 1998 Yankees by any means, but that's how the 1998 Yankees were. They won as a team. It wasn't like outstanding individual performances. They all performed the way they should. And if everyone on this Mets team performs the way it should potentially... This team is going to do some damage. The only thing I think that can hurt us is the injury bug. We are deep. We can withstand injuries from time to time. But uh, long-term injuries from a few players may derail us a little bit. But I'm very encouraged about this Met team. I hope you are too. Now yesterday, Taiwan Walker took the mound against the Dark Knight. And... Uh, he did well. Seven straight victory for the Mets. Yes, it wasn't such a glorious display when uh, Matt Harvey was on the mound. But Taiwan Walker looked every bit like the steal of the offseason with his second straight shutdown performance. This one spearheaded the Mets to seven straight victory, like I said. 7-1 over the Orioles. Now, Taiwan walked, allowed one run on four hits over seven innings with four strikeouts and three walks. And over his Past 14 innings, the right-hander has surrounded only one earned run. And he saw his ERA shrivel to 2.20. And believe it or not, that 2.20 ERA, any team would like to have one starter with that ERA. But on the Mets, it's only the third best in the Met rotation behind, of course, Jacob DeGrom's .68 and the Strowman's 2.01. Now, during the seven-game winning streak, and now you can see why teams go on seven-game winning streaks, the Mets have a... Starting pitching staff ERA of 1.80. Now, the Mets defense has looked really good lately. Uh, and yesterday was no exception. Uh, Michael Conforto with a diving grab in the right field gap 
robbing Austin Hayes in the third inning. Can you say Ron Sobota, 69 World Series? That's what that one reminded me of. And uh, Conforto, like I said, he sometimes he has mental lapses out on the field, but he's got a great arm, can play the ball well, and uh, a smart outfielder. But I don't know, sometimes he just spazzes out, but I'll take it. Uh, like I said, the defense has been spectacular all year, making big plays, especially in the outfield. And when you got a guy like Walker pitching who likes to pitch to contact uh, and you get runs early, you can just sit back and let the defense do the job, and they did it yesterday. Now, for Matt Harvey, he did get some very warm ovations as he took them on yesterday. And when he batted, he got the loudest one up there, and they even played Sunday Bloody Sunday like they used to in the old days when he took them out. Uh, but he really wasn't much resistance to the Met bats. They got to him in the fifth inning. Mets already had 5 nothing to watch as reliever Sean Armstrong allowed two inherited runners to score. And after all that was said and done, Harvey was charged for seven earned runs on eight hits and one walk with four strikeouts. And his ERA ballooned from 3.60 to 4.81. Harvey said what the fans gave me out there was incredible. I was holding back tears. I'm not going to lie about that. It was pretty hard holding them back. And I was at the game too, and you could feel the warmth in the crowd. I'm glad to see Matt got that ovation, and he did. He meant a lot to us Met fans at the time when we needed it the most. So thanks for your contribution, Matt. And to me, once a Met, always a Met. But once the game starts, you're the uh, enemy, and we took care of you. But it was nice having you back. Now, Walker, who arrived in the offseason on a two-year deal worth $20 million, uh, and that was only because the Mets missed out on uh, Bauer and James Paxton, but Looks like Walker's going to be the steal out of all three, and he's pitched to a 1.11 ERA at home. Uh, Walker says he feels confident himself, and he feels confident last year. Uh, and that was after he returned from Tommy's John surgery in 2020, missing most of the previous two seasons. And uh, Taiwan said, I showed that I had a couple more pitches, and this year my only focus is to go out there and try to help team win ball games, try to go deep into games. I don't care if I'm proving people wrong or not. I know what I can do, and the Mets believe in me, and they know what I can do. Now, the early support, offensive support, was a really good cushion for Taiwan. It's always good when a pitcher like Taiwan, who pitches the contact, has that lead. Uh, as the Mets matched their highest scoring output during the winning streak, uh, Dominic Smith went three for four. But the Mets went a third straight game without a home run, so we're doing this without home runs, and you know that home run ball is going to come too. And, That'll help out too. So timing is everything, and things seem to be falling in place as far as doing what we got to do to win, but yet not realizing our full potential. Uh, Jonathan Villar singled, leading off the fifth and stole second for Conforto, uh, stroked an RBI single, one out, and after Pete Alonso walked, ending Harvey's afternoon, Smith delivered an RBI double for his third hit. Jose Peraza's RBI single extended that lead to seven nothing. Uh, Kevin Poor had a two-run triple in the second. The ball banged off the fence in center field. For I was sitting behind home plate in the upper deck. I thought the ball was out of here. It, it was smoked against Harvey. And that gave the Mets a 2-0 lead. Uh, Peraza's ensuing RBI single extended that lead. And then Smith came right back in the third. Uh, put Harvey in a 4-0 hole. Uh, Francisco Lindor singled off leading off the inning and stole second base before Smith delivered with two outs. So... 
Francisco starting to come around. Even on the getting on and getting that extra base for us. And uh, like I said, Walker was cruising. He retired 11 straight batters beginning in the second inning. And then uh, that kind of follows his last start in St. Louis where he was on fire for six innings where he retired uh, 16 straight. And that's how he concluded his start out in St. Louis. So Louis Rojas said he got weapons and in the command right now I think is really good. So those two things are helping. The VLO is a tick up compared to a couple years back. All that you can throw in the mix and everything else is making the way he is playing right now. So hats off to uh, Taiwan Walker. Uh, didn't get much pub on that start because Dark Knight was in town. But we know he pitched well and we'll give him a streak cred, that's for sure. And that's kind of got some little bit of bad news that Albert O'Moore, after that great catch he made the other day when he crashed into the wall, uh, center field fence, uh, he's on the IL. Uh, yeah, he hurt his left shoulder. He, uh, he was down. He was down for a few minutes. And his knee is bothering him because he hit the wall. Uh, but it looks like the left shoulder contusion is the one that's hurting him most right now. So the Mets recalled Khalil Lee from AAA Syracuse for more outfield depth. Uh, positive thing is it looks like Brandon Nimmo may return this weekend. Uh, Nimmo is closer returning than J.D. Davis, who was sidelined with a left-hand sprain. And remember, J.D. covered the ball, carried the ball club in the beginning of the year. Uh, other good news was Jeff McNeil was available off the bench after a day he departed Tuesday's game with body cramps. Uh, but Jose Peraza, he filled in well. He started second base and finished 2-4 with two RBIs. And Drew Smith. All these guys, everyone's contributing. He pitched a perfect ninth inning in his season debut. Uh, he was recalled from Syracuse on Sunday after spending April rehabbing from a shoulder injury sustained in spring training. Uh, Robert Gazelle's, Gazellman pitched a score with eighth for the Mets, but he allowed a hit and walked two batters in the inning. Uh, so the Mets are... Enjoying that home cooking. They're 11 and 4 at home. Gotta love that. Uh, and it's the seven game winning streak is the longest they've had since they won eight straight from August 3rd through 10th in 2019. So things are looking good in Metsville. And uh, Rojas has to be happy. And I guess former Met manager Bobby Valentine, he's happy too. Uh, he's going to run for mayor. Uh, Yep, he's going to run for mayor in Stamford, Connecticut, the city where he was born 71 years ago. He's very serious about this, and given his popularity and extensive history there, uh, he has to be considered a serious contender. So he may be the mayor after all is said and done. Uh, Bobby's a community guy. He always has been. He's always risen to the occasion whenever he's been needed. And... Uh, who knows? This may work out for him. Uh, he's always been a good baseball man. Uh, he's worked with baseball teams. You know, you're working with people from all over the place, all over the country, different personalities. So it's not a lot different than being there. Uh, and I think he cares. In any job he's had, he cared as a Met manager. And I think he'll care. About the Mets, uh, Stanford as he as he did about the Mets. So 
Uh, good to see. It's a big undertaking, but I wish Bobby well. And if he wins, I'm sure he'll do the best he can to help his uh, hometown of Stamford, Connecticut. We may be calling Bobby the mayor soon. Uh, the one guy where you love calling Mr. Reliable, Dominic Smith, is back to his old self. Uh, his bat is rejuvenated. And uh, like I said, he went three for four with two RBIs Wednesday. Uh, that helps big time. Uh, and then the day before, he hit that game time hit in the ninth inning, the comeback win Tuesday. So he had a piece of uh, all three recent Met rallies. And let's not forget that he led the team last year in that short season with 42 RBIs. So Smith has an, a knack in the past of coming through with runners in scoring position. And now he's 7 for 10 in those situations since May 5th after starting the season 3 for 27. So he's getting there. He had 333 runners in scoring position last year. So he's boosting that average, trying to get to that again this year. Overall, he's hitting 12 for 36 in May. And he went cold in the second half of April. Uh, but it looks like his groove is back. And uh, it'll be welcome if it is, that's for sure. And uh, like I said, it was a fun, fun homestand. Uh, we got to see Matt Harvey. Uh, and I do applaud the Met fans. I'm applauding myself too because they remembered the good times. There were some bumpy roads with uh, Matt as a Met, but they remembered the good times, and that's what always should be the case. Uh, Matt said he was on the brink of tears. He said it was pretty incredible what happened yesterday. And I think he is appreciative. You, know, you get older, you get a little bit wiser sooner or later. And I think he realizes how good the Mets and the Met fans treated him when he was here. Didn't work out the way we had hoped. Uh, and after Game 5 in the 2015 World Series, things were never the same. They weren't the same here in New York. Nor we went to Cincinnati or Anaheim or Kansas City. Uh, he's been kicked around a lot, but he's been resilient. Uh, he's been humbled. Uh, but I think he is finding that Baltimore may be the place for him to revive that career. And even Harvey said that uh, he got in his own way causing some of those problems he had with the Mets. And I feel for the fans, maybe I let them down. And he also added that the last couple of years have been extremely humbling. I've learned from my mistakes finally being healthy and trying to reinvent myself out there. It hasn't been easy. But I'm rooting for you, Matt. I know we're not going to play in the postseason, but I want to see you have a great, great year. And may this game against the Mets be your last bad outing. Anytime you're going to go against the Mets, I'm not going to be rooting for you. But I will be rooting for the Mets when they go on this uh, next road trip. And uh, day off today, so enjoy it. We're going to take a short break. When we do come back, we're going to do our usual fun med stuff that you kids always tell me you love so much so stay tuned we'll be back with some med trivia and med jeopardy right after this hey med fans we're back and we're ready to do today's met trivia and met jeopardy of the day first we're going to go with the jeopardy how's that two clues today on met jeopardy first clue is claimed off waivers by the new york mets on july 31st 2018. 
second clue. Recorded his first major league hit on August 15, 2018 against Cody Carroll of the Baltimore Orioles at Camden Yards. Okay, two clues are claimed off waivers by the New York Mets on July 31, 2018 and recorded his first major league hit on August 15, 2018 against Cody Carroll of the Baltimore Orioles. Now, today's Met trivia question. Who is the all-time Mets leader in hit-by-pitches? Once again, who is the Mets all-time leader in hit-by-pitches? Give you some time to think about these. We'll be back at the end of the broadcast with the correct answers. So, good luck. Lock in your answers, and we'll tell you how you did when we get back. Now, as always, we're going to go to this date in Mets history. You guys love this, and thanks for all your great responses regarding this. And uh, like I said, if you ever, ever want to reach out to me, uh, come up with a suggestion, just want to make a comment, I'd be glad to hear from you. My email address is philstan41 at gmail.com. And also, if um, you want to, and we'd be glad to have you, please leave uh, a good response on your comment. And also, you can subscribe to this uh, podcast uh, with your favorite carrier. That way, you'll be updated every time we come up with a new podcast, and that would be fun. Now, and today in Med History, we have birthdays. You say it's your birthday. Well, happy birthday to Steve Zabriskie. Remember Steve? He was a Met announcer for most of the 80s. He was there for the glory years. From 1983 to 1989. Uh, a lot of people loved him. A lot of people didn't like him. I was indifferent. Uh, I guess when you compare anybody to Keith, Gary, and um, Ron, or... Ralph Lindsay and Bob, it's going to be tough shoes to fill. But I thought he did a very, very good job. Uh, just not one of my all-time favorites, but still, I did appreciate him. Uh, good announcer, got the job done. And speaking of someone who got the job done, uh, Bobby Valentine celebrates a birthday today. Uh, former Met player and former Met manager and former Met coach. All within different time periods. So he covered the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s, and then a little bit of the 2000s. So he was around, and he was part of that infamous Midnight Massacre trade uh, where the Mets gave up Dave Kingman, sent him to San Diego packing, and we got Bobby and Paul Siebert from the Padres. Now, Bobby was basically a utility man for the Mets in 77 and 78. Uh, 78, he had his most playing time, 69 games, 160 at-bats, batted 269. Uh, basically utility man, played everywhere. Played a little first, a little short, a little third, a little second. Bobby could do it all. Uh, 78, most of his time was spent at second base, 45 games. Uh, but his claim to fame was he came back, and he was a Met coach from 83 to 85. 
and then one of the most beloved managers in Met history from 1996 to 2002. Now, in all those years with the Mets, he wore number one, number 53, number 22, number 28, and number two. And before coming to the Mets as a manager, he made his claim to fame in managing the Texas Rangers from 85 to 92. And then 10 years later, after leaving the Mets, he had not-so-infamous uh, year with the Red Sox 2012, where they kind of just quit on him. Uh, he also managed the Norfolk baseball team for the Mets in the farm system in 94 and 96. So, Bobby, always a popular figure in Met War. Happy birthday to you. Who else is celebrating a birthday today? Glad you asked. Mickey Calloway. Mickey was supposed to kind of come in and reinvent the Mets when he came in as manager, but it never really worked out that way. Uh, in 2018, we went 77-85, 475 winning percentage. 2019, 86-76. They were on the rise, but Mickey was kind of said, Team Tom, kind of don't want you anymore. But, and now we all know, I don't want to dwell into this, uh, everything that's going on with the sexual allegations, so... Not going to leave the Mets. Now That was during his reign with the Mets, too. So, don't want to speculate. Don't want to do none of that. But, just want to wish Mickey a happy birthday. He was our manager for two years. Now, in this state, the Mets actually released a Hall of Famer. Yes, Ricky Henderson was let go by the Mets. Uh, that's hard to believe, huh? And that happened May 13th, 2000. I think the uh, tide had turned on Ricky. In 2000, he played in 31 games, 96 at-bats, by in 219 with uh, no homers and two RBIs. So the end was near, I guess, for Ricky. As far as the Mets were concerned, they didn't see much left in the tank. And, uh, yeah, he was let go in May, May 13th, 2000. Uh, Ricky was a fun baseball personality, unfortunately. Didn't have his best years with the Mets, but he is a Met, and wants a Met forever a Met. Also celebrating a birthday, Ricky and Keel, one of the strangest stories in baseball. Great, great pitcher who just couldn't find home plate anymore. And uh, he ended up uh, closing out his career his last year. One of the teams he played with was the Mets. He also uh, played with Houston that year as a Met. He did not pitch. He was basically... A outfielder, played a little bit in center, a little bit in right. Uh, batted 182 with the Mets, 66 at-bats, 12 hits. Not much to write home about, two homers, seven RBIs. But it's Ricky Ankiel. He's got a pretty good book out if you ever get a chance to check it out. It's not that bad. Now a segment that you guys really, really love. This game in Met history on this date. We're going to go back to that miracle year of 1986. The Braves coming into Shea Stadium. Shea Stadium where it's always rocking. Why? Because the Mets were 21-5 and coming into that game. They had won 9 in their last 10. The Atlanta Braves were a little bit real and they were 13-17 and in 4th place in the West. So you're going to your bookie and you're saying, lay it all on the Mets. Uh, Bruce Berenny was pitching for the Mets. People forget Bruce Berenny was part of that team early in the season. Uh, the lineup for the Mets, Lenny Dykstra in center, Mookie Wilson left, Keith Hernandez, uh, first baseman batting third, the straw man batting fourth, Wayne Wright, Gary Carter, catching batting fifth, Ray Knight, 
uh, playing third, batting sixth. Hojo batting seventh, playing short. Yes, Hojo at short. Tim Tuffle, eighth batting and playing second. And uh, like I said, Bruce Bereni got the start. Now, who were some of the notable Braves on that lineup, that team that year? Let's go down the whole lineup. Cordell Washington leading off, playing right. Omar Moreno batting second, playing left. Dale Murphy playing center field, uh, batting third. Uh, Bob Horner, first baseman, batting fourth. Ken Obrickville, third baseman, batting fifth. Rafael Ramirez batting sixth at short. Bruce Benedict, the catcher, batting seventh. Uh, Glenn Hubbard, eighth, playing second, batting eighth, playing second. And on the mound, Joe Johnson. Now, in this game, the Braves went out with 2-0 lead in the fourth, tied it at 2-2 in the fourth, bottom of fourth, the Mets did. Went ahead, 3-2 in the bottom of the fifth, and the Braves went ahead 5-3 in the top of the seventh, and they added one more run in the eighth. So the Mets, once the Braves scored the three runs in the seventh, they were kind of out of that game. And uh, the big blow was called Cordell Washington with that three-run homer in the seventh inning. Cordell, former Met, sent them home crying. Well, they were home already, so they were just crying. But um, so it's good to show you anything can happen on a given day with the Mets being as hot as they were and the Braves not really giving us much to talk about at that point. Ended up being the Mets. Joe Johnson won six innings, six hits, three earned runs. Uh, Bruce Bereni wasn't that bad. Five innings, three hits, two earned runs. But Rick Aguilera kind of blew it when he gave up that three-run home in a Cordell Washington. He got the loss. He went 0-3. Rick was struggling at this point. His ERA was 8.38. Uh, but that's the way it goes sometimes. So even in a great year of 86, it just goes to show you the Mets loss. Like when I was a kid, I'd watch highlight films of Walt Frazier playing basketball. He never missed a shot. They never showed a one to miss. The same thing with the 86 Mets. They never talk about when they lost. But they did lose. Uh, but it was a great, great year. And now we're going to go back. Because this is what you guys live for. Or so you tell me. To our Mets Jeopardy. And trivia question of the day. Now. The Mets Jeopardy. The two clues were. Claimed off waivers by the New York Mets on July 31st, 2018. Second quote, recorded his first major league hit on August 15th, 2018 against Cody Carroll of the Baltimore Orioles at Camden Yards. Do you know who it is? Do you? Okay, the correct answer. I know you're waiting. But the answer is Jack Reinheimer. Who got that one right? That one was a toughie. Sometimes I make them tough to make you think. You can always go and search the answers, but I try to make them think. Now, today's Met trivia question. Who was the all-time Mets leader in hit-by-pitches? Think it over. Take your time. Everyone had their answers locked in? I see one person still needs a little time. How about now? Everybody locked in? Okay. The all-time leader in hit-by-pitches for a Met pitcher is Lucas Duda with 48. So 
So that wraps up our trivia and that question of the day. Hope you enjoyed it. Enjoy the day off today. Uh, big road trip coming up for the Mets. We'll be here to report about it as usual. It's going to be a fun one. And uh, let me give you some closing music here. Can't, I can't leave without closing music, right? Uncle Stan would never do that to you. And what's our closing music usually? It's usually Meet the Mets, right? But lately, what I'm trying to do is find your different versions of Meet the Mets. Spice it up a little bit when we leave the broadcast. So I hope you're enjoying that. And we're queuing it up with the Queen of Melody, Jane Jarvis. Yes! Music to my ears, and I'm sure yours too. Everybody, sing along. Meet the Mets. Step right up and greet the Mets. Bring your kitties, bring your wife. Guaranteed to have the time of your life because the Mets are really sucking the ball. Hitting those home runs over the wall. East side, west side, everybody's coming down to meet the M-E-T-S Mets of New York Town. Thanks, folks. And as always, I really appreciate your patronage. One, drop me a line at philstan41 at gmail.com. Please subscribe to this podcast. We're here to please you and your Met needs on a daily basis. Thanks again. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. Let's go Mets.